Hello and welcome to a new episode of Museums Up, a series of podcasts from the Reinherit Project, a smart tool that provides you with current issues related to cultural heritage management, digital innovation, and sustainability in museums. The Reinherit Project is funded from the European Union's Horizon 2020 Research and Innovation Programme under Grant Agreement No. 101-004-545. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. This is Jaime Lopez from Arte Sostenible, and you are listening to a new episode of Museum Sap, a series of podcasts from the Reinherit Project. The topic of this episode is the role of museums in historic memory. Today, we have Susan E. Crane, Professor of Modern European History at the University of Arizona. Susan's research focuses on thematic issues of collective memory, historical consciousness, and historical photography, particularly in modern German history. Hi, Susan, and welcome to Museum Sap. Hello, and thank you very much for inviting me. I'm happy to be here. Okay, I have two questions for you. How do you think museums engage with community memory and, in a sense, write history? Thank you for asking. I think this is a great question. It's also huge. I've been studying and teaching about the history of museums and I've been visiting them my whole life. So I feel like I've seen how museum visitors engage and also don't engage with museum exhibits over a very long period of time. And one thing strikes me as consistent. When people visit museums, they want to see unique things that have unique stories attached to them. And they also want to be able to take something of that home with them whether it's a souvenir or a photo or even a memory of something interesting. Stories travel that way. They become transportable memories. And histories are stories too. Stories about the past that we remember and forget and revise over time. But at the same time, visitors bring something into the museum with them. They bring their own memories of stories and histories, all kinds of memories that reflect their backgrounds and their values their immersion in public culture, popular culture, and also their knowledge of how their memories have been left out or neglected, how they aren't part of the stories that museums try to tell. It strikes me that memories travel like that in and out of the museum. They might fit in, they might resist. History is just one way of connecting memories and stories with information we have from the past. And that's why it's really important to remember that there's never only one museum public or one community memory. Even in a museum dedicated to one person or one group or one kind of art, or maybe a national history, you get lots of people visiting, different people. Not only someone who feels that their identity or their personal commitment is sustained by the stories offered in that museum. Museums contribute to histories by helping visitors make connections across stories, memories, and exhibits of unique objects. So the visitors are making meanings just as much as the exhibits or the curators do. That's a really exciting way to think about history. It's not just something that historians or museums produce. It's something creative interactively. It's created interactively through learning and understanding something new 
and putting that together with what you have brought with you into the museum and then what you remember or forget after you leave. Well, that's in a very interesting point of view, Suzanne. What is your advice for respectfully managing historic visual representation in museum exhibit projects? I think people are used to seeing photographs from the past and thinking that they know something about the past that they wouldn't know otherwise, that photographs offer us unique visual information about what it was really like back then, back in the day, as if seeing something from the past, we somehow know it better. But we don't often stop to think about how little we know about what's in that photograph, how much we're filling in from other things we know that may or may not have anything to do with that particular photograph. When a museum displays a photograph, it's going to take a lot of work to unpack that ignorance. Just like most of the things that are in museums today, most historical photographs were not made for museums. So collecting them for a museum or putting them on display is already changing them from their original purpose. And what if the photograph depicts people that no one recognizes anymore? What if it depicts people who were never asked if they could be photographed, much less put in a museum for the whole world to see? There were probably millions of photographs out there. There are probably millions of photographs out there like that. Which ones should be used to educate or entertain the public? How do we avoid turning one photograph into an icon as if it represents an entire era or generation or a moment in history or even an entire culture when nobody in that photograph ever intended to be seen that way? These are really tough questions, especially since most of the time we know so little about historical photographs. So how is a museum to handle them respectfully? Is it okay to say, sorry, we just don't know anything about this one, but we think it shows something? If the photographs were made for scientific study of people who didn't ask to be studied or who never wanted their images to be made, museums today have begun to engage in repatriation of those photographs to even return them to families or communities that want them, just as museums have with plundered art or antiquities. So we need to think carefully about who has a right to see any historical photographs. We can't just assume that, oh, well, it's from the past and those people aren't around anymore, so they won't care whether we look at them. I think it's really important to label and caption every photograph with as much or as little information as is available, no matter where the photograph appears in the museum. It could be in its gift shop or on a website. It could be the background of a display or it could be the object that is on display. It's always better to talk about ignorance than to pretend to know more than we do, or to pretend that photographs speak for themselves. They don't. We ventriloquize for them. We speak for them all the time, telling the stories we think go with them from the memories we've brought into the museum with us or that we've acquired from the tags in the exhibits. Every photograph is a unique historical object and it needs to be treated as such, no matter where it appears, just like any other object in a museum. Yeah, this is a very important task that curators in museums should, you know, uh, should develop in, in their daily work, you know, thinking about the provenance of their photographs and artworks. It's very interesting. Okay, Susan, thank you very much for your input. 
Thank you very much for having me. And I hope people enjoy the podcast series already as, as much as I've been enjoying listening to the other episodes. Yeah, I'm sure. We hope this episode has provided you with available information about museums and historic memory. Thanks for listening to Museums Up, a podcast from the Reheading Project, and stay tuned for the next episode. We inherit, redefining the future of cultural heritage. For more information about the Reinherit project, go to reinherit.eu and check our social channels. Reinherit, make it your own.